You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com/newoldheads. But now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major Seventh, one fourth of the crew. Uh, my man. Uh, Jay Moore is in the building with the exclusive hockey jersey. I don't know. I can't read the patch, but I know it's something special. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. This is a Montreal Canadiens winter classic. Uh, okay. Let's see. This is from 2011. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. It, yeah, it is kind of exclusive. Like, if you look for it, uh, you couldn't get it. Oh, okay. I see you stunting. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. My man DJ J Diff is in the building. I think he is rocking a print Infinity exclusive as well. If I can see the flames at the top, how are you, sir? Yes, sir. Salutations. What's going on, Michael? Looks pretty good, man. You you make those or how, how does that work? I, I dabble a little bit, you know, print Infinity. Okay. okay, okay. I know you want. I know yeah. that that company's one of the sponsors, so I figured I. You know, make sure we do what we're supposed to do and show a little love. But, you know, the flame is definitely glowing. I can see that from here, brother. So, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. It's going super sand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Live from the Bringing Down the Band headquarters where my lamp resides. My man, Longevity. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. We're going to have to start this over if you keep if you keep doing this. You're going to stop talking about my lamp, man. <laughs> you know what? I actually priced one, man, but I'm not going to tell you how much it costs. I Googled it and I found a replica, but I'm not going to tell you how much it costs. I'm just going to pop one day. It's going to pop up and it'll be in the background. We're just going to leave it That's at that. Perfectly fine. You know, you're not mad. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that I can influence you to uh, have great things <laughs> in your life. You know? <laughs> yes, sir, you know. man. I did, I did some Googling and I found something that is a, uh, Comparable or comparable, however you want to say it. I found one. So I might cop and just go ahead and uh, shout the Target and go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. You know, the funny thing is, is the lamp you're talking about is not the lamp in this shot. It's another lamp that's they don't, like over here. Yeah, they can't see it. It's definitely a different lamp. Yeah, they can't see it. It's cold, though. You know, they can't see it. It's not that one in the back. I don't care about that one. But once I get my replica, it's on and popping. Appreciate y'all, as always, for rocking with us. Shout out to the chat, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, E, we see you. Branson Sachs, Akeem, I see you. I don't know where the uh, usual suspects are. They might be a little late, but I'm sure they'll probably pop up a little later on. But we appreciate yeah, y'all. Shouts to Dez and The Flood and D-Frog, Kendall Mathis, all y'all. Yes, sir. Shout out to, to all of y'all as well. If I missed you, I apologize. Uh, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us going into the new year. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into rundown is there anything let's see okay yeah we can go ahead and jump into the rundown so i i saw an article on uh hnhh and it was regarding to the uh it was actually from the artist polo g it was talking about his relationship with his fans he explains why it's risky uh you know to listen to fans or you know pay attention to certain destructive criticism or just anything that fans say i'm going to read a passage as to what he said in an interview because one thing I've learned as an artist is you got to limit the amount of feedback you take in from fans. He said, because you can drive yourself crazy trying to please them. Let's do you. And then he says, they uh, they will get used to a certain sound or flow and then ask you to go back to an old style that you used to rap. 
used to rap like and then you'll be confused <clears throat> except most of the super critics don't even be true rap fans because your core fans the core fan base is going to feel you no matter how you come or however you you come up with your product so I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because I know there are so many artists out here that thrive off their core fan base. Think about someone like Tech Nine. Like Tech Nine is a legend on Underground based off his fan base. He has a cult following. Period. He can go anywhere. After all the COVID and stuff goes away, Emma's gonna be able to tour and continue to do what he does. Uh, and I don't think he got that way by not listening, quote unquote, to his fans. Um, I think from an artist, you you think he did. Yeah, well, the I think fans he got that have, way. Fans don't have anything to do with like how he makes his music and what he puts out and all that, all that stuff. You know, fans. So let fans me ask like, you this, Long. Fans like him for him. Let me ask you this, Long. You be an artist. You, you'll be able to relate. Uh, how do you feel about what Polo G said? Like, do you do you think it's good to pay attention to your core fan base, or just do you and you know go with the go with the punches that comes with it? Like, how do you feel about what he said? No, I. I agree with him. I mean, okay. uh, he, uh, no, I, I don't think as an artist you should ever uh, get a whole bunch of yes men in your quarter that rock with you and then just uh, just do kind of what they say. You know, like um, if I'm not saying that doesn't mean that you can't listen to like what people are saying they like and don't like, but um, you know, okay. if you're going to stay true to your artistry and the things that you're going to do. You know, people are going to rock with you when they rock with you, and then they're not when when they don't like what you're doing. And so, um, no, I I don't think you can let that dictate um, your artistry. Um, that is, if you are indeed uh, doing artistry, as okay. opposed to just trying to follow what uh, is the most relevant hot thing going on right now. You know what I mean? So. Which I don't necessarily consider artistry. So that's the way I feel about it. But you know, so you you don't think, um, you know, him saying that you don't think there's going to be a pocket or a small pocket or a handful of fans um, that might feel a certain way based off what he said, regardless of what he said. You don't think so, it, or does it, that even matter? It doesn't matter if if they feel that way okay. and they're going to get offended by it, then they can you know feel that way. That's their that's their right as well. But his artistry and the things that he makes that brought those people to him in the first place, I mean, mm-hmm. that's his. You know, I mean, of course you share it with everybody, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can't can't please everyone. And once you go down that path, then you then you start to have to pick and choose like which people you listen to and all this other stuff. It's just like nah, like you have your people in your corner, the people that 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 are really in your corner as far as uh, when you are creating. And um, you, you work with them, and then everything else is just kind of noise, in my opinion. Mm. Okay, I can dig it. Uh, J. Div, jump in, man. What do you think about that fan relationship? Should should artists pay more attention to what they say and constructive criticisms, etc., or are you, should they continue to be free and do them, but still embrace their fans? I mean, at the end of the end of the day, there's a reason why the artist has fans, and it's mm-hmm. based off of them creating that um, that that artist themselves, which is themselves, to you know, 
make what fans want to hear. But at the same time, before he had fans, he was already doing what he was doing. So I don't, I don't, I don't see why you would have to necessarily change what you're doing based off of fandom. Um, I can understand, uh, like hearing hearing them out. I mean, because fans are part of the reason that you're here. You know, to keep you afloat. But I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think he's saying, I don't think he's saying, you know, changing per se his product. I just think he's talking about the concept of actually <clears> even <throat> acknowledging. You know what some of his fans have to say versus just being him and locking in as an artist. You, you, you follow me? I think he's yeah. Well, the thing about it is, if, if you're constantly chasing what somebody else is telling you to do or or wanting you to do, then mm-hmm. in the same token, you're leaving out the people that are going to ride with you regardless. So there's no way that you're going to be able to balance that out. But the, the easiest thing to do would be to just tune it all out. And let everybody that's gonna be a part of the ride keep on moving. I mean, right. because you have artists like um, I remember when Eminem used to get a lot of flack about his style. Then he changed it on that recovery mm-hmm. album, and they killed him. Then he yep. went back to his original format, and they still had something to say. I mean, he's still an artist that's gonna be successful regardless. But this is just a um an example of somebody that's trying to fit that mode of what the artist or not the artist, what the fans want you to do. And they're still not pleased by it. So it, it's a slippery slope when it comes to trying to, um, uh, make yourself that accessible to people that you call your fans in order to dictate what kind of music or, uh, what direction you should go. Because at the end of the day, an artist being an artist, is out here to create and you're supposed to take whatever they give you. You don't have to like it, but I mean, that's, that's the artist in itself. I can yep. dig it. I can dig it. They more jump in there, man. Talk about that relationship, man. Paying attention versus just being a creative and embracing, you know, who's going to rock with you moving forward. Well, you know, <clears throat> Jay said it, you know, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, you know, you want the old Jay, you know, go buy my old albums. You know, mm. um, if you want if you want reasonable doubt, Jay-Z, go listen to reasonable doubt. You know, um, artists grow, you know, what you're doing one day. You know, it may not be even something that you feel the next day. I watched the Beastie Boys documentary on um, on Apple uh, TV and you know what they did on license to ill compared to basically everything else from the rest of their career is completely different you know from the time they made that album in the time they were making that album you know they had grown up and they had different interest in what they wanted to do um to the point where like it it just you know it got to a point where they didn't even perform the songs off of license to ill um because that just isn't that just wasn't the mind space that they were in and you know a lot of people they thought they they think they know you you know when they saw fight for your right to party they thought that's who they were and Mm. really that song was made as as a joke and instead of people taking it as a joke they thought okay uh these are the the beer drinking frat boys that you know are just wilding out and that's just who they thought they were and they were like they got tired of being these caricatures of themselves and that's what happens a lot of times with artists is you know you'll show up somewhere and someone fell in love with a thugged out image of you 
from one point or another where you was wild and they don't realize like you're a family man now and that you have, you know, interests that, that do not have anything to do with who you were 10 years ago. I'm not saying this for Polo G. I'm not that familiar with his, his uh, music, but that could be, um, you know, where his mindset is at. Like people want to grow up. And yeah. people want to experience new things and express new ideas. You know, if you're always trying to A&R somebody's record based off of a past sound or based off of what you want them to be, then you're always, you know, it, it, it'll probably stifle you as an artist because you're trying to appease people as opposed to actually creating art and, you know, be creative. You know, I think that's where a lot of artists are like, okay, well, this is what they want. They want to hear me be on some super soulful stuff. I might want to be thugged out or the vice versa. I might want to be thugged out and talk about the streets, but, you know, they want to hear me talk about, you know, uh, sunshine and waterfalls and butterflies and whatnot. I mean, I think that's what happens with a lot of artists, you know, and it goes. And and the thing is, this is this is I know what we've had this conversation before. I think the saddest thing is. A lot of times it, it it. really rears its head with female artists, uh, female hip hop artists mm-hmm. to where, you know, what if Rhapsody wants to do some joints where she's partying? You know, everybody wants her, you know, the people who are fans of her, you know, they want to hear her do, you know, deep conscious hip hop. You know, she, you know, I saw her in an interview. She said, I, I go to a party. I want to put my ass on somebody's son, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not and, mad at that. I'm not same, mad at that. At the same time, you have, you know, you know, probably the thing that might frustrate somebody like a Nicki Minaj or a, um, a Megan Thee Stallion is that, you know, and, and Megan touched on this on the end of her, you know, most recent project is like, well, they're just here for me to talk about sex and shake my ass. So that's what I'm going to give them. It's almost kind of cynical way to see things. But, you know, this is the the how artists get pigeonholed, because I don't want to say they shouldn't think about their public and their fans. But when you think about them too much to the point where you're not creating, then I think that's where, you know, you a lot of times that's when you find yourself on the outside looking in because you've thought too much about your, you know, what you did to make fans like you initially. And they may have moved on. They've grown up. I I think as a creative, I think as a creative, um, you know, and we're all creatives in our own right. I think as a creative, it, you know, you want to leave you want to always leave it open. Like the creativity, you want to always leave the options open for what you can do, cannot do. So like, you know, if Lone and I are you know, collaborating on something for section leaders and we're working on something, like somebody, if somebody's just giving us multiple pointers or saying you guys should do this or you guys should, should do that, I can't speak for him, but I've known him well enough to know to be like, wait a minute, whoa, chill. Like this is our creative space. This is our process. This is what we do. <coughs> You know, just let us live and be able to, you know, grow as artists and do what we do. So I understand that part because I'll be it from somebody to be to come into a session where I'm working on something to be like, hey, I think you should or or this or that. Like, I, I get that part, you know, but the actual relationship with the client, with the client, I'm thinking about if I'm working, relationship with the fan, you know, sometimes it can be fragile. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, with Polo G actually saying what he's saying. He's acknowledging that he's kind of torn, you know, but he actually learned like, yo, I got to do me and just live with the results. Kind of like what Lone said. It's like, yo, I got to be me and whoever wants to stick around and whoever wants to rock with me will. At the end of the day, I'll have a core fan base. That to me defines a core fan base. No matter what you do, you know, they're going to rock with you and support you. So 
And if you pay attention to that and continue to move forward, I think that's dope. But I just found that interesting, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and even further, like fan bases in general, they ebb and flow, you know, Mm -hmm. and like even even the show, we can take the show, for example, like so we typically have a handful of people that will join us on the show, but maybe they won't join us for two or three weeks or four weeks. Um, And then other people will come in and then other people will leave Um, then they'll come back when they want or maybe they won't. Um, I just watched a really cool, interesting uh, a video on cancel culture that talked about the different ways that people pay attention to different types of uh, 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 of influencers and the difference between good and bad marketing, and if and, and sometimes how bad marketing is uh, or the perceived as bad marketing is uh, a lot of times better than good marketing by moral standards, right? Um, and, and you know everything does kind of move. And and once you realize that you can't really control any of it at all, the only thing you can kind of control is how you attack things and the product that you put out and, you know, making sure that what you're doing is what you want to do. And, you know, like if if Johnny from, from Missouri really wants us to make a bunch of trap beats and then, then tomorrow Johnny from Missouri no longer really listens to us anymore. then who did we just make music for? You know what I mean? Like, it's like we have to right there. That's we have to it. pay attention to like what we want to do. We can listen to you know. There's nothing wrong with listening and conversing and having conversations and all that good stuff and and you know getting feedback and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I think it's important for all artistic endeavors for for the the creator in that position to be able to have a handle and to not lose themselves in the process of what others expect from them. So. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it for that too because you can't you can't actually even um as an artist coming up, if you were sitting around waiting on somebody to tell you what to do all the time, you have never made it to the place that you're at now. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times when Mm -hmm. artists drop those projects that people don't necessarily uh, vibe with or resonate with, it's something that they had to do to get out. You know what I'm saying? So they can move on to their next creative space. Because if if you're an artist and you have a creative block. And this is what's what's coming to you right now. Essentially, you got to get it out, whether you put it out or not. You at least got to get through that part and then move on to your next creative phase. So, I mean, this that's with all artists in general too. That's why a lot of times the the greatest artists, none of their projects sound the same because mm-hmm. they're constantly going through these flows of of creativity, which makes them an artist. So, just something to think about. Two albums that come to mind for me for that that are the epitome of that are uh, is 808s and heartbreaks that's one and i'm trying to think what the other one was that would be a good example electric circus you know like those two projects to me were like whoa okay so Mm -hmm. now we're going completely left from the first we'll call it two or three four albums or whatever right but and you're still going to listen to the new. You're still going to listen to what he they drop next, though. I'm still going to listen to what they drop next. And I'm going to listen to right. the Curveball albums as well, because uh, I had developed a bond with the artist. So it's like Electric Circus, yeah. But it wasn't like I wasn't trying to listen to it. Or I wasn't going to pay it. Like I still was going to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But it was one of those joints. Like Terry said, that's a good point. I had to get certain things out and then continue to move forward. So you know, those are two albums that come to mind with this whole conversation because those are the ultimate curveballs when you talk about hip-hop you know what i'm saying like when kanye did 808s coming off of uh 
graduation. I don't know if you I, I don't know if you can get more left than that. I'm saying based off what he did or Electric Circus, which would have come off. Help me out. Um, what was pre? What what, what came? What was prior to Electric Circus? It was uh, I'm tripping like water for chocolate. Like water yeah. for chocolate. That thank you. So loan after it. Don't know about like water for chocolate. We love that album. Like we got on the album at the show. I love Electric Circus. So I mean, Electric Circus. I was Circus actually actually uh, aged fairly well. I was sleep out the gate, and Common is one of my favorite rappers. Lona tell you that we used to we used to play Common and like water for chocolate, like it was going out of style. But he got albums right now that that are way worse than that. Agree, one hundred percent. I agree. I'm a common fan. I agree 100%. But like Water, I mean, uh, Electric Circus was not. It was, it was different. It was different at the time. At the time, it you, was you weren't expecting different. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it like, it, because once again, it was that expectation. We thought, okay, Common's in his pocket now, and we're going to get, you know, like Water for Chocolate too. He's going to use mm-hmm. that same formula for the next album. And he didn't. In fact, he didn't use any of the formulas from that album. And quite honestly, I, I always liked electric circus i remember also i saw the electric circus tour i know it sounds uh, weird but it's almost like if you saw the electric circus tour you you were going to love the album that much more it was going to make sense to you you know i just it thought was, it was ahead it of was its time something, it was just something I, and the thing is that's where i because to live quality opened up for him and this unknown dude um uh named kanye west uh, got to touch the stage during that same uh electric circus tour and it was funny, like, I, I remember there. the venue yeah. I was at called the Pageant in St. Louis. Like, Kanye West was just walking around trying to get people to notice him. Like, he wasn't, you know, he was on his flip phone with his rock. rock that was like right, that was like right before, uh, that was right before uh, College Dropout came out, too, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, people knew him as a producer. Me and my man yeah. Brian, we were like, oh, shoot, there goes Kanye West. But it was not like people were running up on him at the time because at that point oh yeah he's the guy who did some production for jay-z and beanie siegel right right yeah like yep. he was like you ever talk listen to little brother tell that story about how they did i see now like, they were hype about seeing a rockefeller chain like they were at a music conference or something like that and he wasn't kanye yet like they played him college dropout and all that type of stuff so that's a good story jay Moore. i didn't, didn't think about that that's that's real but uh nah man like it's you know, the fan relationship with the artist is something that can be you can dissect that shit for days. Um, but no, shout out to Polo G for actually putting that out there in the atmosphere. Good conversation, good talk. Let's go ahead and uh go to the next joint. This is uh, <laughs> this is a little bit lighter. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> Joe Button was on his podcast, Joe Button Podcast with uh Rory Amal. He was talking about, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the conversation came up about Freddie Gibbs versus CLO Cool J and whatever the possibilities would be. And Joe Budden was like, be clear. Don't get it twisted. Like <laughs> LL got that smoke and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he put that work in on Freddie Gibbs. So Gibbs actually called in, you know, and was, you know, talking about how LL is a legend. He was like, no fucking way. This is what he told Button. He said, no way me and LL did not have any beef. He said, how can I beef with LL Cool J? He's one of the greatest of all time, one of the founders of hip-hop. Uh, <laughs> Button referred to Gibbs as pussy when he said that. And uh, he said, and, and then he suggested he took it a little far. And then Gibbs was like, be clear. You know, there's a reason why nobody has battled me. Because Joe Button was like, you don't ever get any battles. And Gibbs was like, be clear. 
there's a reason why nobody ever wants to battle me, but I love LL. I made some jokes about him, poked some fun at him, but at the end of the day, he's an OG. So, I say, <laughs> I say that to say, LL is very hip-hop. I'm, I'm talking about, if you say something about him, like, fan will respond. He's responded to people throughout the years. <coughs> it's on the popping if you get out of pocket with him. We, we know Freddie Gibbs' personality. He always clowning on His IG was one of the coldest ones ever until they kicked him out. So I still think they need to bring him back. He just moved, but, it. He just moved it over to Twitter. I got to on Twitter fleets. and watch his fleets. It don't hit the same, no. It don't hit the same like the IG to it's me. It's the exact same. It's the exact same. Does it, you think it hits the same? Maybe I don't be on Twitter it like that. It hits the so. exact same. Okay, fair enough. I don't be on Twitter like that, so I'll take your word for it. But as as in regards to this battle possibility, quote unquote, or whatever would happen, Joe Budden was not backing down. Like, be careful, man. You'll mess around and get watched by LL and LL in his 50s. What do y'all think about the possibility <laughs> of this? If we just was going to have some fun and be like, Gibbs and LL was going to battle. Like, what do y'all think about the possibilities of this? And is there a chance that Freddie Gibbs could actually <clears throat> get washed by early 50s LL a battle concept? Jay Diff, I'm coming to you first, man. What, what you think, man? Just overall, <laughs> what do you think about the possibilities of this? Uh, I won't. I won't go out on a limb and say that. Freddie Gibbs will get washed necessarily okay. by L. Cool J. Okay. Um, right. L. Cool J is in that realm of battle rapping or diss rapping, whatever you want to call it. And he's pretty good at it. I mean, there although we, we haven't heard him do it in shit, what, 20 years? At least? We'll get long started. Who, who has LL Cool J dissed in 20 years? I don't know, man. Last uh, time I thought anybody he, I can think uh, of. he did. What did, who did? Who did he just battle? <laughs> where he was crying? Was it like? Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh wait, don't he wasn't battling. He, he was battling the United States. I think. Uh, you remember oh, he did that wow. acapella a little while ago. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I do remember disrespect. That. Yeah. But okay. no, 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 no. So but bad. it was no. no that, thing that is, ain't, it was yeah, it was battle esque. But it was battle esque. But that wasn't a battle. See. Yeah, that was more message message rap type shit, but. Yeah. I mean, you can never somebody that's a skilled MC like LL Cool J, you can never take that away from him, especially putting him in his element to, to rap against somebody. Yes, sir. Now, Freddie Gibbs, um, his edge rap his ass off. is is he can definitely rap his ass off, but he knows how to take it to social media. He's very gifted at being able to drag somebody on social media. Mm-hmm. And in today's day and age, that would probably be a category. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of these rap battles didn't have social media involved in it. And when you got somebody like Freddie Gibbs, it's a bully and he's not going to back down on social media and he's going to make you laugh and get some chuckles out of some people. That in itself yeah. is going to be an element of that battle. So there's no way that... LL Cool J could wash Freddie Gibbs, even if he beat him in the rap portion of, of the whole battle. Okay. I think Freddie Gibbs would be able to, to pull something out of his pocket to still make it look like he, he has the edge over LL Cool J as far as that's concerned. Okay. All right. Joe Budden was Joe Budden was confident. Like, be clear. Oh, be careful. No, be careful what you ask for. Oh, what you think, man? I know you was ex- you were excited about. I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Jay respond first. I'm gonna let Jay respond first. 
tag on it. I was I was ready, man. I was ready. Jay Moore, talk to me, man. Be be respectful, man. Be respectful. No, I mean, I mean, because it made it seem like you know, uh, if if it was a versus between LL and Freddie Gibbs, yes, Freddie Gibbs is going to get washed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love Freddie Gibbs, but you talking about somebody that's had hits from the eighties, you know, through what three and four decades and, and been on records. Like, it's, you're not going. There are people. There are a lot of people that don't want LL who are in his category and and, and been in, you know, in his same situation. You talk know, that talk, I mean, Jay Boy. Talk maybe that doing talk. Like a, a, as far as some, somebody doing like a what, like a like a smack DVD or, you know, some, uh, <laughs> like I think Freddie would get him just because Freddie's Freddie's, uh, you know, his his sword is sharper, you know, because this is what he does. You know, LL has I mean, he's already put his time into the game and now he's getting that real Hollywood money. He's not he's not thinking it's, about battling. No it's like got nothing to do with accidental racism. It's got nothing to do with that. I think the conversation, I mean, like, because I, I listened to that conversation, I think it was more in jest, you know, but okay. Freddie likes to just get at people, uh, you know, on the internet if yeah. he sees him do something. He, you know, that's that's just his thing. And I, you know, I don't even know if LL knows, you know, in, in, in knows about what Freddie Gibbs does or for lack of, I don't know if he cares. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see that but, tweet you know, where he was I, like, I'm, I'm trying not to go in on homeboy. You didn't see that? Who else would that be about? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, I didn't look. see that. You just, don't, you, like, just don't, sure. you just don't know. I mean, LL has quietly got into it with so many people who said anything slick about him that it could be anybody. Uh, but right. I just thought it was funny. Like, I thought that whole conversation between Gibbs on it, that's what I took it as. I didn't take it as anything serious okay. as far as doing a versus or actual rap battle. None of that is ever going to happen ever. I mean, shout shout out to Gibbs. I hope he wins the Grammy. I, I hope too. him and Nas win the Grammy. That'd be a good look. I um, do too. I but, agree. You know, I agree. Come on, Ella Cool J versus Freddie Gibbs. You got to just take that as jokes. So Jay Moore, tell me this thing, and, and, and you know, I'll go to loan. This is all I need. You got your stimulus check, man. Who you betting on? You betting on Gibbs or you betting on LL? That's all I need to know. In in, in what capacity? Battle rap. Social I mean, media probably, included and all that. Who are you putting the stimulus check on? Like I said, I put it on Gibbs just because this is what he does. Like he puts out, he's still putting out rap albums. This is what he does. Okay. He's probably, okay. he raps every day. This is his thing. You know, um, okay. just like if you said, okay, you got, you got your stimulus check. Who are you going to put it on in the acting realm? I'm putting it on LL Cool J. <laughs> you know, I mean, because okay. that's what okay. he does every day. That was low key disrespectful, but I ain't gonna do that. that. You do every day. You that know. was low key disrespectful, now, was, but I ain't gonna do that. You know, if it was LL, you know, uh, Walker with the Panther LL oh, versus Freddie Gibbs, I might have to go on and take a. You know, we talking about bigger and deafer LL the when he was just out there Dave, making other Dave. rappers from the previous generations feel old. I, I, I knew that, this was gonna a whole different story. Jay Diff, listen to me, man. Before I go alone, stimulus check, Freddie Gibbs. LL Cool J. You got one bet. You're at the casino. I just need who you going to pick. That's all I need. I mean, like I said before, if if you add in the whole element of Listen, brother, I don't need all the extra stuff, this. brother. I don't no, need, do all need all the extra because stuff, Because this, this is 2021, Jack. Oh, this 2021 God. is different. Shit's different ahead, out man. here now. Go ahead. If you add if you add that into it, okay, Gibbs wins off off the social media shit. But okay. I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and say that that uh 
he's going he can get with LL lyrically like that. I I can't see it. I can't. I'm sorry. I, I just know, can't man. see it. Yep. I mean, you y'all, y'all, y'all might you him. might he can rap his ass off, but y'all must have forgot that LL is no punk when it comes to somebody trying to get at him though. No, Lone forgot. I didn't forget. Lone is the one that forgot. Who's to say? Who's to say that he has not been polishing his his lyrical stature That's behind the door, behind fair. closed doors, just because he ain't dropping shit? I mean, he, like fair. you said, you keep campaigning about him dropping this shit with Q-Tip. I didn't laugh at it. Lone laughed at it. I didn't laugh at it. I said you keep campaigning. I didn't say oh, nothing okay. about laughing. Okay, I'm going laugh. to continue to laugh at him holding the guitar and the guitar album with Q-tip. <laughs> I will laugh that to the bank. They both did look like Sith Lords, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, wow. it, if you ain't factoring in social media, then LL Cool J can win that rap battle. If you factor in it being 2021 and Gibbs can yeah. use his social media platform, yeah. Gibbs is going to win. Lone, talk to me, man. I, I know this excites you, especially the guitar album, the possibility of the guitar album. So talk to me, man. Who, who you putting the stimulus check on and just how you feel about it overall? You can talk about the guitar album as well if you want. No, I don't want to do that. I, I think um, <laughs> this is an interesting battle because as much as I love Freddie Gibbs' music and as much okay. as he likes to proclaim that he's this, uh, one of the greatest lyricists ever, I don't think that he is, I don't think that in a battle realm with the way and style that he raps, like the fast style that he raps, he's just going to say a bunch of words. Like, I feel like if if you're battling one-on-one back and forth, LL's going to eat him. This is the analysis I was looking for. Okay. Okay. LL's going to eat him up. If we're talking about who's going to make the better song, Freddie's Mm going to make the better song. Hmm. If we're going to talk who's going to clown more, Freddie is going to, you know, it's it's not even close. It's definitely Freddie. But as far as like battle back and forth, I've never yeah. seen Freddie battle. And as much as I enjoy, as much as I enjoy his music, a lot of what he writes is kind of nonsensical. And, and let me be, let me clarify that a little bit. Okay. A lot of his raps are just freestyle raps, meaning that he's just saying yeah. a bunch of really cool, clever shit. Um, even the last album that he put out with Mad Lib was like that. And it was a great album, but you can tell when you're listening to it, like he's got small little pieces in there where he's piecing stuff together. But like, I feel LL would be way more focused and I'm not even an LL fan. So, you know, and I am, I know, a that's, fan. Why I'm, that's why I'm, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm a Gibbs fan. So, um, that's, that's my take. Uh, you know, that I, is why, that is why I'm yeah. shot. That is why I'm interested in your answer because of what you just said. I know how you I know how you are when it comes to LL. Shout out to Pete's sake. He's the same way. But Freddie Gibbs is dope. Like <laughs> Freddie Gibbs is <laughs> gonna keep it a buck. He's going up a lot of people's all-time list when you talk about, you know, what he's done and his consistency. Say what you yeah. want, but the boy put out good product. He can wrap his ass off. So the concept yeah, fan, is interesting. Obviously. The, the concept is interesting, but guess who else joke- could wrap their ass off? Oh, here guess we go. Guess who else could wrap their ass off? Cannabis could wrap his ass off. He could. And he got he got bodied by LL Cool J. You you want to know something though? I, I'll tell you this though. I think Freddie Gibbs is a better rapper than cannabis overall. You can quote <sighs> me on that. His, cannabis showed up to a battle with a, a and cannabis a, a, a is cold. What'd you say? Cannabis didn't he, he show up to the uh to a battle with like a whole like uh 
notebook or something like yeah like they I made some about this. that shit and they on his head about it too the cannabis so i just i remember videos of that i was like what happened to cannabis like fam you showed yeah. up this is a freestyle battle and you got a notebook full of like Let's not get on cannabis. I, yeah, I don't we, really want to. We're going to leave cannabis alone because we was on Capadon last week. We're going to leave the, the OGs alone. The whole thing, like, is, can, the whole thing with, is he can wrap his ass off. He, had it coming. he can. But yeah. Gibbs, Gibbs he definitely made, had it coming with that monkey what, shit. What, <laughs> what separates Gibbs, though, is Gibbs to make records and make, you know, we, we know that. But I thought that was interesting, man. I like that Joe Buttons was records. Maybe he was trolling, but records though yeah that whole thing was true that was just he makes was, records I, I like didn't, i didn't i didn't think that was records even a long records records yeah it might, it might might it's probably just a joke but i mean but like gibbs makes records like he does me me imagining freddie gibbs going on stage in battle rapping he raps mm-hmm. the same on everything he's It'll got the tough. same i mean I, I like gibbs but he has the same essentially the same delivery on everything you know so I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like broken down. Be nice with it, man. It'd be it'd be very interesting. But like Terry says, I, I what know does I'm, Gibbs do when accidental racist comes on? See, and that, <laughs> long can we long can we go ahead and get to the partners, man? Because I'm not about to do. I'm not about to. Do this, this. this is not I'll a versus anymore. Like they can't do a I'm not, about, I'm not about to do get this. his bag and he just starts rapping accidental racist. Hey, what are we going to do? We, here's what. Yeah, to the hold up. Here's I'm what Gibbs would do. This. Here's what Gibbs would do in a versus versus LL. He would play as one of his songs, accidental racist. That's what Gibbs <laughs> would do. Long. That's the type of shit. Yeah, he probably would do some shit like he'll he'll it'll definitely be in his fleet. Long, let, let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead. And hey, why why people ain't mad? Speaking of now, real quick. Speaking of uh, Freddie Gibbs, why people ain't uh-huh. ain't mad that Freddie Gibbs got banned from Instagram? As mad as the people are that uh, Trump got banned from every goddamn thing. Why they ain't you mad know why? I'm hey, I'm upset he or got banned from Instagram. Yeah, Boosie too. I'm upset. Or Farrakhan for that matter. Look, the same way they're not those same people weren't upset that Talib Kweli or Louis Farrakhan got their uh, uh, Twitter uh, completely snatched from them. So and you long. know why. You know why. Long before right. we go up the ramp, let's go ahead and shout out our partners because Jay Moore was headed towards the ramp. Let's shout out our partners real quick before we get to the last topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. And, and before I before I go any further, I have to say one more thing though. Yes, sir. Me being extra critical and breaking down difference between Gibbs and LO does not mean that they're not okay. both dope MCs. I, I feel like I have to say that. Axe. And thank you. And, and that this is a cuz I was extra critical, but um no, we love it Gibbs. Is what it, it is what we it love is. love LL. Yeah. Oh yeah, partners. We'd like to thank our partners for the new Old Heads podcast. No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things new old heads, bringingdowntheband.com. Remember, once you type bringing down the band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Back. All right. So shout out to our partners. We appreciate you all. Um, let's go ahead and get to our last uh, topic before we get out of here. Shout out to the chat. Looks like corporate Cole is in the BCU. I think she's the only uh, addition we've been rocking so far. So corporate Cole, we see you. All right. So 
XXL had a couple lists that popped up. I thought that was interesting. And it says, I'll read the titles. We can kind of talk about them real quick before we get out of here. Uh, it says, these are the best debut hip-hop albums of all time. This is per XXL. I'll go through some of the lists. My goal with you guys is to see if we for, we're forgetting anything, if there's anything that we are missing. Uh, so we got 50. Oh, do you want me to share my screen? You want to try that? See if I can share my screen uh, or... Or do you? I can try it. You know how that goes, but yeah, just give me the link. It'll, it'll actually look better if I just because I'm broadcasting. So just right, drop me, the link in the chat or something. All right, let me send you the link real quick so that way, because I know we did this with uh last time. Uh, let's see. Sorry about that, y'all. Stay with us or in Discord or wherever. Don't matter. Yeah, I sent it to you personally. All right, that and then there's the uh, fifty. These are the best so- debut hip hop albums. All right. Sophomore, sophomore slump as well. I'm sending you that one. So I sent you both. So XL Double XL has a list of the uh these are the best hip hop albums of all time that are uh debut albums. So I want to scroll through these. My thing is I think the list is legit, but I feel like there may be something that's missing. That's you know my point of conversation. And also for the chat as well. Uh Long, you you got it? You ready? Yep, whenever you're ready. Put my watch stream on. All right, so we have 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. I'm not mad at that. That To me, that's a no-brainer. I'm not mad at that. That works for me. Uh, Long, if you could scroll. College dropout, Kanye West. I don't think we'll get any arguments from there. If anybody's in the chat that says different, let us know. Buggy Style by Snoop. No argument from me. We're good there. That's legit. Chronic, no brainer. Shout out to uh, Dr. J. I hope he's getting better. This one is a uh, classic. Uh, let's see. Eric B. and Rakim, paid in full. I'm not mad at that. Uh, any hesitation on that? Or I'm good. I'm not mad at it. Anybody got anything to say like about you that? You kind of hesitated a little bit. No, I'm, I'm good like with it. Hesitated, man. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm not mad at it. I'm good with it. Uh, if that's the case, we, we can keep going. Uh, let's see. Reasonable doubt, doubt. No. No brainer. Now. Kim Hardcore. Here's where it gets a little shaky for me. Uh, I remember the <laughs> source. I remember this era. This album is dope. I don't know if this album should be in list as we go in regards to the albums that have been listed prior to this one to that y'all say what because it's it's dope i don't Which know if album? it's in lil kim hardcore i don't know if it's in the echelon with reasonable doubt and doggy style and all that i don't think it's there to that you say no, what? they're just doing this because they gotta have a woman in there and, oh uh, okay 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 they're just trying okay. to make it no you know okay okay i was just asking cool i don't know is missy's is missy's album in here you're about to well, keep scrolling, uh, but super duper fly in here. Well, let's nice. see. First, Illmatic, no brainer. It's straight out of straight Compton, out. no brainer. Straight out I'm with Compton. You. Technically, wasn't their first album, but right. Uh, Outcast, it was next. Yeah, Southern no. Playlist. Yeah, definitely. No, no, no brainer. Garface ghetto. of the Ghetto the Boys. Ghetto Boy of the definitely. Ghetto Boys. I'm not mad at mm. that. Oh, I think that's a great album, but you know, it's not. I I, yeah. I don't know if I'd be like, oh yeah. Wait, 
wait a minute, long. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that um as far as being a debut album, okay, that that was like like super dope or in the same realm. It's really so, yeah. dope. Uh, uh, okay, y'all might have a point with that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay indifferent on that one. I'm, I'm gonna stay out the way on this one, but y'all might have a point on. And that I'm one. verse. I'm verse on that album too, and yeah, it it yeah, it wasn't a uh, doggy style. Okay, or cool. This album, no trade. Uh, Ready to die. Yeah, definitely. No question. I remember walking no through question. high school with that shit bumping in my headphones. No, nah, ready, ready to die is legit. We we good there. Is that the last one long? Uh, oh, okay. Six chambers, of oh, course. Brainer, I'm good with that. Ah, UGK. There we go. A debut album. Okay, let's stop here for a minute. Loud. I'm riding dirty. I love riding dirty. Um, I think this album, if I'm not mistaken, I'm showing my age because I can't remember. Is this the album that had a uh, pocket full of stones on it, or no? Am I tripping? No. I don't think this one had pocket full of stones on it. All right, okay. So I'm I'm sleep. What do y'all? What you think about this one? Jay Moore, talk to me, man. They did talk to me. I know long your UG game, UGK game wasn't as high until later. But uh, what y'all think mm. about this one, man? No, nah, it was on that album. It was on this album. I thought pocket full of stones was on this one, if, if I was not mistaken. But no, nah, it know. was. Yeah, it was on this one. All right, so. What y'all think about this, man? Is this in that reasonable doubt, doggy style, the album Ready to Die, the albums that we've named? Are, are these albums peers or no? no? Okay. No, I, I mean, you know, when we talk about those other albums, we're talking about Hall of Fame. Yep. You know, I, they, they use the same, um, you know, just like when they talk about sports, some people deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, this is in the Hall of Very Good. This album is dope, but I don't know if I put it on the level of reasonable doubt. Doggy yeah. style, all those. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of in follow that up album. It's in that Donovan, Donovan McNabb category. I'm not bad yeah, at that because the follow up Super Tight was better than uh, this album, in my okay. personal opinion. Not mad at that. This album is cold though, so don't get it twisted. Don't be in the comments talking about we hating. We're just comparing it to other great albums. Ah, okay. A lot so high, three feet and high, rising. rising. I, I, I don't think this is I think this is good to go. Uh, is there any questions on this one? I think this one's good to go. Not for me. I, I think I think this is definitely Hall of Fame. This is this not even up yeah. for debate. Well, not for me. I know we got yeah. some regional differences and some age differences, but I remember okay. when this came out, it was it was uh it was groundbreaking. It was, that shit. And yeah, it, was. it was groundbreaking and it was good and it was popular. Though usually you don't get all three of those things. So let me so let me yeah. ask y'all this before we go That's to the next. True. There's one more piece of this that I want to talk about, but before we that was the that, end of the list. Yeah, yeah, because there's two parts. There's they, another hold part. on, see, hold on, hold on, hold they're, on, they're hold missing on. some. Because what so, I want to ask, so what I want to ask you is, the is end what, of the list though. Uh huh. What I'm what I'm saying real quick though, with that being the end of that list, mm-hmm. there's no way that that uh, uh what's her name, Lil Kim should have been on there. Thank you. There's no way that should have been on there. Thank you. And as much as I love UGK, there's no way that the UGK album should have been on there. There you know, we go. If you're going to put, how do you put and that you know, album if, if over uh, A-Ball and MJG? Um, uh, Space 8? What was that album where they had oh, the, uh, nah, when, when they had the Lexus 
Oh, you talking about uh on the cover. Uh oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't call the name of it. That's how old I'm getting. If you in the chat, tell us which, which one we talking about. I know what you're talking about. But even with that yeah, though, if that's the end of that list, nah. They did, I don't even know if that's that eight ball of MJG is on is on that reasonable doubt doggy style level though. I don't think so. I love eight ball MJG, but I don't even think that album is you up. Say, there. say that again. I don't think the, the album that you yeah, I don't think it's up there with the ones that have been mentioned. No, in my it's opinion. not. It's not. But I'm saying, if if it's a list of nine, I didn't even make it ten to even it out. If it's nine albums, oh, okay, 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 and that's where you stop at. And then All Lil right. Kim is is your female MC that you want to add. Yeah, and you didn't put Missy Elliott's uh uh first album on there. Shit, I'd put that on. I there would have took I black. Put, uh, I would have took Black Rain, Rain from Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah definitely over that. I took yeah, Black, Black Rain. That wasn't that wasn't her that wasn't her debut. Yeah, yeah. That's to right. Jay Moore's point, that's you're right. right. So I stand corrected. <clears throat> so real quick, but real quick before we go to the next list, is there anything? In, are there any albums that jump out to y'all? Just give me one if you have it, real quick. That was not on the list that should have been appear for this list. What's another album that you can think of that's like, yo, it's good enough to be in the conversation with the rest of the albums that were listed on this debut de- debut album list? All for One by Brand Nubian. Mm. Okay. And, and, and America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube. I'd have put that on there before I put oh, Straight Compton on. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Lone, you got one? Um, I haven't been thinking. I've been doing other things. I would say, what about uh, Eminem's? First album. Oh, okay, okay. I know that. That's I, fair. I know that that what wasn't necessarily his first overall project, but uh, okay. What was a really good album. I'm gonna throw a to curve. I'm gonna throw a curveball at y'all. I'm gonna say the documentary about a game. I'm gonna say that's in there. Yeah, that's a good ass album. That's a good yeah, album. I would. I, yeah. I think that's legit. I think that's legit Yo, enough to Lamar, be in the good conversation. Kid, City. There we go. Now, I think that's, that's another one. Lone, let's uh, let's pull up the other list. The second list I sent you from Double uh, XL. What was uh, Tribe's first album? Peep, was it that Instinctive Travels and Paths, or was yep. that? Uh, yep. Or was that it was Lowen? the first one? Yep. Midnight Marauders for me is their album though. That's the one that I I put up against anything. But if, for what you're talking about, that album was cold too. That first album was cold. That album was cold. You sent me. Best hey, on, on the low though, I know y'all and y'all probably ain't gonna agree with this shit, but um, Ludacris' first album was kind of dope. His first album, not with these, out. not with these, not with these though, not with these. No, we're saying first albums though. First okay. albums with Buzz. I got you. I got you. I got you. That's fair. Yeah, Chicken and Beer. I'm not saying it is is dope. It's, nah, Chicken and Beer was. His, I mean, not his t- first not album. Chicken and Beer. Um, I, I'm, I'm. Remember, I'm old. His first album was uh, I can't technically remember. it was Incognito, but you back for the first time. Back for the first time. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, back for the yeah. first time. Official. You sent me okay. like, you sent me a weird link to Vogue's Anna Wintour admits she got lost in the basement at Kanye West MSG event. I must have been, been reading. That's what you've been reading. See, see, I must have been in what you call it. Uh, the, let me sing you this one. Got this one long. I just sent you another one. Yep, that's different. You got it. So the next one these, I sent alone is from Double okay. XL. Says these hip hop albums prove that there are no such thing as a sophomore slump. So let's see. Make sure I get my screen. French Montana. What? 
All right, hold I'm on. I'm still Trav, trying to think Scott, of a first oh, album. So, yeah, Trav, yeah. Them, so there, this is Double XL pretty much saying that there's no such thing as a sophomore slump, and here's why. Uh, so let's see, Lone, I got you. Now I'm clocked in. So Travis Scott, I'm not mistaken, it's a uh, birds, birds in the trap, trap sing, good night. Okay. I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm cool. I do not know. I'm gonna probably missed it. <laughs> and I call me it. old. I'm. Um, oh, it's all right. Probably yeah, missed that. You didn't get the memo on that one. I missed the memo. Yeah. I got the Astro World memo, but I didn't get that one. Drake, take care. Now I got this one. The album was dope. Uh, is this still this what one, it was? A mixtape? Was this a mixtape? No, he just nah, dropped a whole bunch of had, this uh, an album. Thank me later was no, before this one. Album. Yeah, because thank me later came out before this one. Gotcha. Yeah, I okay. think this. I think this is a go. Biggie life at the death, no brainer to me. Oh, yeah, 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 no brainer. Uh, Ti trap yeah, music, that was, yeah, that was that's a good album. That's a good sophomore album. Yep, I'm not mad at that. Uh, you want Savage? I am versus I was. I'm sleep, so I ain't gonna front. But you say Terry, you say this is legit. Yeah, that's a good album. Okay, I'm sleep on this one. I ain't gonna front. I'm sleep. Uh, there we go. Low end theory, no brainer, no brainer. Yeah, with that. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I listen, but I'm not gonna front and say I'm not. I'm not familiar. So people really liked this album when it came out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, interesting that it's on the list. There we go. Hell have no fury. Have no fury. Yeah, Clips first album. That, that's another good one. Clips first album. Grinding was trash. Oh, Lord Willing College. I ain't gonna front, but Ryan I know that was, was definitely not trash. I didn't like it, man. I'm sorry, I didn't like it. But well, if we got albums like Hell Hath No Fury on here, see this one is and, more and interesting. Low end, than, and, and and low end theory. I'm not sure like a control system belongs on here or an I am I was belongs on here like see, that's, rap music to you know like there's different definitely levels like see, it's you, to Jay Moore's Hall of Fame on, but they're, you, they're saying the second album wasn't a failure yeah I mean right. of, just course saying that it's, of, of course we're gonna grade it differently based off of what we came up mm. in and the shit that we listened to you know what I'm saying right. but I mean it's, it's accurate Dre 2001 I'm not mad at yeah. that I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, that shit was I guess cold. if it's just pu- if it's just proving the point, we're just yeah. gonna act like that first aftermath album doesn't happen. Don't we're just gonna don't do that, Jay Moore. From the don't chronic do that. To the 2001. Don't album. do that. Don't do that. No, I mean in in this well, conversation after, we must well, do that because yeah, you're right because that is a Dr. Dre album. Nah, yeah, because Dr. Nah, Dre albums albums that was a compilation albums. Not that's this is. Well, no, all, every all one of his albums are compilations. They're not compilations. Yeah, so that makes sense. No, yeah. they're not. The, the, all of they, his albums are yes, not compilations are. albums. No, they're not. All of your the chronic is not a compilation. No, they're not a compilation. How is it not album. a compilation album? The aftermath is How? a compilation album. That's the the chronic is not a compilation album. Don't do that. It's not a compilation album. Uh, I don't know. It depends on who you ask. I mean, because he had a handful of artists on all uh, of them albums, right? Nah, nah. Aftermath is a compilation now, in my opinion. I, I, Dre I didn't rap on every song. He didn't rap on every song. Bruh. The Aftermath album is a compilation album. No. 
Not at That's all. That's a certified compilation album, definitely. But technically, don't do that. Don't do that. All the Dr. Dre's albums are compilation albums. Scro- keep scrolling. Even, even his last one. Blood even his last one. Even the last nope. one that just came out was. And that's more of a compilation album if you want to talk about but the chronic or the first two chronics, no, those aren't compilation albums. We'll do that. The Fuji's right. the score? I'm not yeah, mad at that. Solid ass album. That album was great. Yeah, that yeah. first album was terrible. See? No, I mean for real, remixes saved that first Fuji's album. I don't fool with if it, was, if it was today, they wouldn't even make, been able to make a second album. I don't fool with prize, <laughs> so I'm with you. Like any album that has prize on it can't really be the greatest of all time, but the score is damn good. Like they held him up because prize is trash to me. Uh get your paper though if you have who there. is that? Gunna, I don't Gunna, know. Who, see, I, I can't wanna? even say I listened to that album, so I I wouldn't even know. Yeah. I'm sleep. No I'm idea. old. I'm I'm old on this one. I apologize. I'm old on this one. I'm sorry. Ah, late, late registration. registration. Okay. Yep. Yep, that works. Yeah, that's fact. That's fact. You know what's mis- good kid man see So so they are they classifying Section, section 80 is his first album. Yeah, Section 80 is the first album. Yep. Okay, so you can go either way. Section 80 or Good Kid Mad City. Whoever want to claim either one of them, one or two. I mean, you can't lose either way. Section 80 Honestly. is brilliant. <clears throat> yeah. Section 80 is brilliant. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, let's see. Little Uzi Bird. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm asleep. Cool. <laughs> ah, that would be a good one. This is the album I was good. looking for right here. The cool. Uh, food, yeah. I was food about to say be... if the cool ain't on here, then this whole lip list is washed because the cool was but cold. We should have talked to me about the liquor, cool though. Yeah, food I mean, liquor should have been say if, if food liquor should have been on the right. Yeah, food liquor. It should have been on the right. You right. Because you hard pressed to be about the cool. You hard pressed to be. Food liquor is like genius to me. Like. It's hard to beat that album man. as a first album, but the cool, you think about all the characters that he did and you know how he broke it down. This album yeah. is brilliant. Like this album is brilliant. And you know so. what? And and uh and his first album got a song right now that definitely resonates with everybody right now called What's American Terrorists, because they definitely exist. Talk to him. Jay Z, talk to him. Yep. Talk to him. All right, man. I'm sorry uh, I got hype off the cool. Keep Go ahead, moving. Bro. It was written. No brainer. Yeah, no brainer. Yep. Yep. That goes. Wow. One of my automatic system. In my in my top probably top five to ten albums of all time. Uh hip hop for me. It's aliens. They called it aliens. It's it's above my head on every show. They're super tight. That's what I was just talking about. Super tight. Okay. Yep. Okay. Super tight. High dollar sign. Beach House 3. Apologize, y'all. I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's a good album. Okay. I've heard it. That's a good album. They're there we Slim go. Shady. Slim Shady. Now, this album, is, this album is cold. Slim Shady. So, this is infinite. Infinite is number one. Yeah. They use yep. Infinite as his debut, which it technically was. <clears throat> This, the album I got, this is the album I got shady. put on to Eminem, though. This is the one that, that put me on. Yeah. Right here. yeah. This album is cold. Uh, is that it? Okay. So Yeah, that list was a little more accurate than uh than the, the first list. So I'll do like I did on the first one before we get out of here. In terms of the sophomore albums, did they miss anything that is glaring? 
it's not the top of your head. Like, is there anything that they missed that is glaring? Because there's one. T- Wu Tang Forever. Talking about. Thank you. Yes. Wu Tang Forever. Oh, Wu Tang yeah. Forever. I don't know how that's not on the list. Wu Tang uh, Forever. How do they not have the roots? Do you want more? Mm, yeah, okay. Okay. Cube wasn't okay. on there either. I see Nicole just said, was Cube on there? Cube was not on there. And Cube yeah, had, did not have death certificate on there. Had, Cube had four straight classic albums. I don't care what nobody say. Hey, Wu Tang Forever you know is the, the one I was omi- waiting on. This is the what? biggest omission on that sophomore slump. Nation of Millions by Public Enemy. How is that not? Wow. Okay. Okay. Now we're getting into it. Okay. Okay. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. What's uh Buster Rhymes' second yeah. album? It was uh, uh Extinction Level event. event, wasn't it? No, no, that's three. the coming was first, and then it was um, when disaster strikes. When disaster strikes, oh, you yeah. know, when yep. disaster strikes was dope. Yeah, shout yeah. out to shout out to uh, let's see, I, I had to scroll back up. Somebody in the chat said, okay, it was Kendall Mathers, the coming in terms of debut albums. I forgot about that. Good call, I definitely forgot about that. He said Jazz I forgot about that. I wouldn't put Jazz up there with the rest of the ones that we named, but the coming. The coming can go up there. Like I would have, I would have replaced the coming, uh, Lil Kim with the coming. If it was me, I'd have put that up there. It's my personal opinion. <laughs> a lot of things could have swapped out that Lil Kim album, though. So yeah, Lil Kim go. wouldn't even made the the top ten cut for me. I swapped out Il Nana with 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 the uh, <laughs> with the Foxy Brown's first album before we put the Lil Kim in there. Yeah, Quir- you know what? Hey, Quir- you know what else? Uh, the <laughs> DLC, the DLC's first and only album. Was cold blooded. Huff, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, shout out to a corporate cold hating on the death certificate. I'm not surprised. Good lord, bless her heart. <clears throat> not she's saying uh, no death certificate means that the list is trash. Oh, I was about to say, good lord, let me down there for a second. You know, she Cole. got more sense than that. I do. I you do. ain't I'll giving her enough props. I was looking for beef. anybody to right say there. death certificate is whack as an album. I was looking for beef on, right there. I, I, I played it right there. I apologize. That album's great. Um, I don't think we forgot. I don't think we missed. Uh, did we what miss about like? Uh, Talk um, to I just got to be careful not to go to the underground because the underground isn't. Please go to the like, underground if it, if it's worth it. Go to the underground. I mean, if we're talking about debut albums, Blue and Exiles Below the Heavens. Hey, okay. Now, hey, now, granted, that's debut albums. I mean, we uh, talked to listening. Most death, black on both sides. Uh, or before that, we could say uh, Black Star. Black one Star. Wow. How do you, you have? How do you not have follow, and, the and, uh, follow the leader by Eric B and Rakim on your sophomore list? Yeah. Hey, how do you not have bigger and deffer on yep, your fi- on your Hey, Kendall Mathis, Goody Miles' first album, Soul Food, definitely. There and we go. second album, uh, Still Standing, follow up. Yes, yes. That's there we two go. Of them right there. Thank you, Kendall Mathis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Thought Process the other day. He's on his game. Yes. Thank you. Uh, what was Common's second album? Was that uh, One Day It All Makes Sense? Or did he? Yes, or was sir. It, one, one, one Day It All Makes Sense. That's a good sophomore album. No. Uh, one Day It All Makes Sense. That's, uh, that's third? the third album. That's the third album. Oh, right? because yeah, you count. Was one. Resurrection was, Res- was two. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Resurrection. I forgot about Can I Borrow a Dollar. Always count. Yep, you're right. Good call, Jay Moore. 
man, there's so many second albums and and that's where Resurrection should be on the sophomore album list. Yeah, yeah probably. X, X. The best ones I've heard so far that that were uh, omitted from the list was Wu Tang Forever on the sophomore joint, and then Lone hit the nail on the head with Blue and Exile. Man, that's a good Agreed. album, man. I mean, and that's for Blue, that's not Exile, because obviously Exile was a part of. Well, I, I mean, that's different. I guess as a group that. That would be their first project. That's a that, man. That's a good know, album. Goody Mob Soul Food. That Goody yeah. Mob Soul Food. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. a good one too. And still standing and follow up. That then was two heavy hitter hitter albums right there. Soul Soul Food is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like top to bottom, like on the intro. Like to me, the free intro for uh, that album is one of the coldest intros I've ever heard. I don't care what. See, and we since we talking about LL Cool J, shit radio and I'm bad. Mm, okay. Okay. What about Beanie Siegel? Hey. Yeah, that's true. True. Yes. That's true. The, the first two were dope. The reason and the truth. Yeah, man, that's, that's a, fact. a good shit, point. Freeway's first album was, was Freeway, dope. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Philadelphia Freeways is second. Yeah, listen, I'm trying to go back. Which album was for, uh, Philadelphia Freeway? That's the second one, right? Or am I tripping? <sighs> I don't know. First one. Chat, somebody help me. No, that's Phil- the first one. Was, Phil- uh, was Philadelphia Freeway? Oh, okay. That album was crazy. Did, Just Blaze. Did somebody Blaze. mention 400 Degrees by Juvenile? They didn't. Yeah, nobody did, nobody nah, mentioned yeah, that one. Definitely. Definitely. I live quality of high and tech. Reflection. Reflection in the Turtle. Yes, sir. Kendall Mathis is on it. That's a classic. Album, but then are they are they only counting like debut albums if they got a follow up, you know? Oh, because great. we never got a second Black Star album. That's fair. Right. That's you know, fair. We never. That's, we did get a, we did get another Reflection Eternal album. We did get that. It wasn't we that first one though. Another Most Deaf album too though, and Black on Both Sides was hidden. It I was guess. Black on Both Sides definitely. Yeah, Black on Both Sides was hidden. That's it's danger. What danger? Danger. New danger. Or, new danger. New danger. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm okay. Yeah. I named some dope albums. Shout out to the chat too, because y'all own it, man. The coming, you know, Soul Food from Goody Mob. Those are standouts, man. Like, that's tough. I I don't think we're missing anything else, but those are good suggestions. If we are, no, I'm people positive we missing some other yeah, shit. We definitely, man. It's a lot of dope shit out shit. here, man. Especially for those sophomore joints, man, because you know, if you go past the iconic artists, there's some dope artists out there that are still you know high level artists that have amazing second albums you know what I'm saying like yeah I don't know man that's tough that's tough but and first probably, album there's a lot of first albums we probably missed out on too see yeah corporate corporate Cole said my <clears throat> deep that's another one yeah no Kendall Matthews <laughs> said my deep what was it Kendall Cole Matthews? said E40 in amazing way yeah, no, as a follow up, definitely, because I believe Federal was his first album. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the chat. Uh, yeah, I got Sprint, I, so stop laughing, Nicole. I got Sprint. Go ahead. I was thinking, like, I was trying to think of Odyssey. I know he's put out a ton of music, and he's done a lot of stuff as a producer. But uh, the beauty yeah, and all, and tang- tangible dream, I think, it would be the beauty and all be the I think that intangible dream dropped at the same time those are really dope albums I think that would be a sophomore 
technically. Nah, he's a fool. Odyssey's a fool. But I know now we're getting uh, specific. But yeah, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane first rival. Yeah, corporate call. I hate Big Daddy Kane. Shout to DJ Quick. Uh, Kendall Mathis, I see you. And uh, Kendrick had yeah, his diary. Uh, was that a follow? Was the diary a follow up to Scarface's first album? Google is your friend. I'd have to look it up, bro. Cause we old. I don't I, think. I, I don't think the diary. If, oh. I'd have to Google it. But yeah, because if so, yeah, the diary was definitely that that joint. We definitely on the clock, so I want to make sure we get out of here at a uh, respectable time. Uh, did I forget anything else? Did I forget anything before we get out of here, fellas? Anything anybody yep. wants to say? We good? We're good. No, I think you get everything, Jack. Okay, so make sure you all make sure you all uh, follow us on Twitch, subscribe, and remember, with the Amazon Prime deal, you guys can get a free subscription with us. I tried it, set it up myself. It's good to go. It's very easy to do. And uh, also, holler at that Patreon. Become a Patreon, Patreon member. We have raffles for wax, you know, no bad ideas, items, etc. So make sure you all rock with us. We appreciate you as always. I see you long with the merch. I see you. And, uh, that we appreciate you as always and we'll see y'all next week stay tuned for the post show we out Peace. later